This episode is brought to you by today's sponsor, Anchor. If you're trying to get into making podcasts, but don't really have any idea what you're doing, then you should download Anchor. If you haven't already heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain how it works. Anchor is completely free and easily accessible. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you could ever want or need to make a podcast in just one place. So make sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Again, that's anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to start making podcasts today. And now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to the TBD podcast with Hunter and Riley. I'm here with my co-host, Hunter. How you doing, man? A bit disappointed. Um, oh, yes. Uh, the, yeah, the, the topic that we're talking about today. Right. Yes, of course. Well, you must be referring to uh, college football, which is what we're here to discuss today. Um, but specifically, what are you so disappointed about? Uh, the championship game, the national championship game. Yes, 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 of course. Uh, but um, <laughs> it, it, just just to, it, uh, look, you, you you I'm just letting you know, guys, uh, listeners, you are going to hear a lot of uh, 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 today because I'm frustrated. <laughs> so, well, look, everybody knows that you're a Tennessee volunteer, right? Mm-hmm. So, not everything went too bad for you this year. You still won what eleven games or something? Yes, eleven or twelve or something like that. Eleven and games. You won the Orange Bowl. And uh, yeah, over Clemson, and uh, you're looking to dominate at least get second place in the SEC East for years to come. Although I don't know if that happens next year, but we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Because uh, I don't know how y'all are going to do without Hendon Hooker, but you have Joe Milton still, and he's a beast right now. So, but the main reason you're upset, obviously, not to put words in your mouth, is because Georgia has won the national championship two years in a row. Well, I'm not necessarily mad that they that they won. It's just in a fashion of how they won. Oh, 65 yes. to 7. They're, okay, you know what, guys? This is a serious topic. And I'm here's the thing. I'm not mad or anything. I don't want nobody to think that. But <laughs> I am very, very, very frustrated with the um, committee. Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. Now, a lot of people will say the uh, TCU shouldn't have been in a national championship. I I totally agree. But they mm-hmm. did they did earn it by beating Michigan. They beat Michigan. They did. I, I was not expecting they killed Michigan. that. They killed Michigan. What, what was the final? Well, score? I mean, it, it was it was close at the end, but like the final score was fifty one to forty five, I think. But it was not that close. The most of the game, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. But I think statistically, they dominated Michigan until the end. Exactly. Now, I would give that to them. Yes, they did beat Michigan. But in my opinion, opinion now, okay, it, it, I guess things it changed once Tennessee lost to South Carolina. Yes. But in my opinion, after they lost to Kansas State in their championship, mm. they should not have been in the playoffs. Now, you could say who would have taken their place. Now, that's, that's where. That's what I will ask you. Yeah. Now, <laughs> that, that's where. Okay. That's where I will say TCU got lucky because they deserve to be in the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe. They were probably the team with the best record other than. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, I can't think of another team that had a better record than them. Yes, true. But if we are being real, any team, but well, any of the top, I would say five or six teams mm. would have done better against Georgia than what TCU did, in my opinion. Yeah. And you know, um, you know, you could say you could put Alabama in there, but like first off, yeah, they didn't go to their um they didn't go to the conference championship, of course, right. and, and they didn't win. So yeah. But they was the, the, the committee was really really hanging on to, to TCU being in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, I knew that this would happen. Now, I, you know, if we can toss out a few um facts out there. Well, just know that I think Georgia versus TCU, the game pulled in, I think, the worst numbers ever since the <laughs> since the um, college football playoff era. And, yeah. the, and the thing is, that is not good for college football. Mm-hmm. And it's not. It's not. And I really think that this was the perfect way to open up the expansion of the playoffs, the college football playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because this game showed it right here that – there were other teams that should have been in a national championship. Once again, T- I'm not taking away from TCU that they beat Michigan, but there should have been other teams who would have done much better against Georgia in a national championship than TCU. And with this expansion, this would give for the opportunity for that to happen where, yeah, you can say, even though Tennessee, um, I'm not even just going to single out Tennessee, but for now, even though Tennessee lost two games, they would have put up a better fight against Georgia than TCU or even Alabama. Alabama would have could have beat beaten Georgia. Well, now it would have been tough, but they wouldn't have lost sixty five to seven. Right. So, um, what what do you think, Riley, of of um, this of the championship game? Or game? Of, yes. Well, I I agree that it is an exciting prospect that. This game is sort of the beginning of the end of the four-team playoff and the beginning of the 12-team playoff. Because when are they implementing it? It's not next year, right? Or is it next year that it starts? It, it, I think it might be next year. Oh uh, here's the thing. God. If it's next it said, year, I'll be so psyched, dude. It said 2024, but I'm not sure if that's 2024-25 or 2023-24. Right. So if it's 2023-24, that'd be so epic because... I am all for a bigger playoff. Four teams was never enough. And I hated the BCS version where they just took the top two One, teams. Yeah. Right? That was terrible. Um, I have always wanted a playoff because it just there's more incentive for other teams. Now, people might make the argument that, oh, well, that means that the top six or whatever are just going to not, you know, it's, they're not going to have to worry about losing every single game. And it's like, yeah, that's true. But with the NFL teams lose games all the time. Right. And they still Mm -hmm. have a chance to get in. I mean, the bucks who did not deserve to be in the playoff at all were eight and nine and they got in the playoff. Now that's a whole other thing that I think we should talk about later or at some point with the whole playoff seating, how like if you win the division, you're automatically in. Like, I think that's horrible. I think it should be top eight teams. Like it's the same thing as the NBA. I think it should be top eight teams um, on each conference should get in. But anyways, um, that's another tangent for another topic for another day. Um, I love the idea of a 12 team playoff. 
And I'm so glad that they finally went forward with it because it means more meaningful college football for more teams, more upsets, and it will get rid of the terrible teams, the fakers who just get in because their record is better. They have Mm -hmm. to actually win the games, right? Mm-hmm. And Georgia is going to win those games, and Alabama is going to win those games, and Tennessee probably would have won those games. TCU would have been knocked out in the second or third round, right before mm-hmm. they even got to the playoff uh, championship, right? So I am so down for the twelve-team playoff, and yes, it means that games don't have as much at stake for teams that like are undefeated or whatever, but it doesn't really matter in the long run because there will be more teams eligible for the playoff and you'll have less situations with like UCF or like um, I'm trying to think of other teams, Cincinnati or, 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 or TCU who think like, Oh, we give us Bama or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, we're giving you a chance in the playoff and you're going to get smacked around by some sec team or some big 10 team. And then you're going to get out as the faker that you are before they get to the championship. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm all down for that. I'm, yes. I'm looking forward to it next year or whenever it is implemented. Yes. And just like you said, this, um, yeah, this new playoff will weed out, weed through the fakers. And then, yes. you know, of course the, the big dogs, the one, the ones who actually deserve to be there will be there. And then you, yes. it won't spoil the national championship like it did this year now mm-hmm. in my opinion i feel like now maybe this is just because tennessee was actually you know we were actually a factor this year that i p- really pay attention to the um, polls this year but i feel right. like in my opinion that this was the worst like this was the worst poll in my opinion this year like it it, it was Bad teams that shouldn't have been like just throughout the whole year teams that shouldn't have been ranked as high as they were were ranked yeah. that high and then it's just like i've never heard of a team being ranked like 11th or 12th and then next thing you know they're not ranked anymore like right and then teams that aren't ranked i mean that it's not really out of the ordinary for teams to not be ranked and then can finish in the top 10 but it's just mm-hmm. like okay Tennessee, yes we we were not ranked um of course we proved it throughout the year that we just des- we we deserve to at least be in the top 10 but you had Absolutely. teams like kentucky at a ranked 11th in the uh, nation at a certain point man they suck <laughs> I, I mean, i'm sorry i hate to say it like that i this is a moment where i, I feel like i should cuss to put a bleep in there you can if you I, want I, I, I <laughs> and, yeah say it <laughs> kentucky is a <laughs> That's gonna be a long bleep that I'll implement. That but was a long one. I thought you were gonna say Kentucky. <laughs> See, I, I was going to, but I, you know, I don't want to be too crazy. You know, I, I'm still at no, home, man. and you know, I, out of respect for my mom, I'm not gonna do all of that. Well, yeah, I hope, I hope my, uh, my, my mom didn't. Hear that <laughs> but um, yes, man. It, it, first off, to lose to Iowa 21-0. I mean, of oh, course they, they they didn't have Will Levis, but still 21-0. I had you the get worst offense out. ever, bro. It is horrible. So bad. But the I, I just the committee was terrible this year, in my opinion. And then mm-hmm. here's the thing: I, this is the thing where I'm going to have a lot of Tennessee fans on my side, and I'm going to have a lot of Alabama fans really hate me for this. <laughs> 
there is no reason why y'all should have been ranked above us, Alabama. We oh, yeah. beat y'all in every category that they that the committee put out. They showed they showed their criteria for um ranking these teams. We beat them in every category, but yet they still ranked above us. We played a higher quality. Well, I, in my opinion, I feel like we played a higher quality opponent in um yeah in in the bowl games, and you know we we beat them with our backup with backups. Who, let me who let did me Alabama beat Kansas State? Oh, Kansas State. Okay. Now, now I'm, Kansas State they don't suck. I, I don't no. think so. But Kansas they State, won the Big I don't, 12. yeah, they won a Big Twelve over TCU, but. It's Clemson. I mean, I I know I don't want to just say a team is good just because of the name, but it's Clemson. Yeah. They've they've been dominant. Um, the well, past the other few thing years. is was Cade Klubnik playing? Like I didn't watch the Orange Bowl because I was working, uh, and we can get into that in a little bit. But was it Cade Klubnik who was playing? It wasn't Uyangale. No, he. I think he already entered like the portal. Right, he already entered the portal. Right. But the thing okay. is, people will say Cade Klubnik, like he's. Uh, he the reason why we lost the game. He's he, I, to me, he's better than DJ, or DJ oh, wouldn't have better. way better in my opinion, and or even at that, DJ wouldn't have done any better than Kate Klubnik. Right. Now I will say, Kate Klubnik did show his his youth in a game a few times, mm-hmm. which we capitalize off of. Now is right. is it? It's not our fault that he made those mistakes. Now, th- that's one thing I've always looked at for Tennessee to do, which we've never done in the past, is capitalize off of mistakes. That's what great teams do, is right. capitalize off of mistakes. And we've done that. And once again, people will say, I don't, uh, you did say earlier, I don't know how they'll do with Henry Hooker. Hey, I'm I'm there with you. I'm not really too sure. But right. the, the just to wrap this game up, because we need to talk about other stuff, but um, to wrap this game up, you know, of course, we beat um, what was the final score actually? 31 14. 14, yeah, it was yep. bad. It was a it was drumming, yeah, 31 14 with our backups. We didn't have our award winner, the wide receiver award winner in that game. Um, Jalen Hyatt, we didn't have Cedric Tillman, which he was our top receiver he was out beat, the whole season, out the whole season. He we didn't have him. We had our backup quarterback. We had we we played third or fourth string DBs. Like it, it was a lot of people not playing that game, and we still put on a dominant performance. I'm not too worried about our future, but you know, will I say? I, I've always said I don't think we're going to put up the same numbers. Um, really, I would say ever again, like how we did last year, offensively. In my yeah. opinion, that was that was a great season. Just just even period. So um, not even just for Tennessee football, but great season mm-hmm. offensively overall. So I don't know if we could put up the same numbers, but anyways. I feel like we're pretty good. Um, yeah. And then to wrap this up about the the polls and the um, committee. Okay, let me ask you something, Riley. After yes. TCU lost to Georgia, what would you say the final ranking should be for TCU? What were they before? They were three, three. or they were four? They okay, were three. three. So they got killed 65 to seven. I'd say that t- you should be out of the top ten if you lose that bad, right? To be honest, right? Okay. I, I need and I need to look at the the current poll. I need to pull it up and see. I'm like not even going to tell you where they're ranked. I, I'll I'll let you see it for yourself. Go okay. ahead though, I, because I don't remember who's ranked above them. Uh, college football rankings. Make sure you put final. I think I think that's really matters too. All oh, right, right, right. Yeah, because it still has TCU at two. 
That's well, not correct anymore. Uh, final rankings. Let me see here. Are you going to see where they're at? Um, it still is TCU at two. That's exactly. Wrong. No, that is not wrong. What? Why are they at two? They lost. Exactly. Yeah, th- th- that's another thing that pissed me off. That was like, oh yeah, the the committee just really just tarnished their name with this one how do you stay at number two after losing 65 to zero how is ohio state at four how are they at four and they okay maybe you could say they lost to michigan but they stuck into a game with georgia though like they should have won that game against georgia though so like why Okay. Okay. Well, the main thing you could say with TCU is, oh, well, they were in the playoff. They were the second best team because they were last. They were in the championship no, game, so they should no. be number two. I think if you end the season, you have to adjust them accordingly. You I have think to. they should probably be lower than Penn State. Yes. I don't know about Washington. I didn't really keep up with Washington, but probably below Washington. Maybe like eight, eight or nine, maybe. Mm-hmm. Right, because they're still they still only lost two games. They were in the championship, but they got killed, right? Yes. So I would say probably eight or nine. Yes. And the fact so. that they stayed at two, that is right. beyond ridiculous. Right. So the the committee have, have a lot to explain. They have a lot lots of fix over the offseason, in my opinion. I think the committee just goes, All right, it's the end of the season, we're done. <laughs> and then yeah. they just like they go all right we can adjust for bowl games but the playoff they don't touch the playoff because mm-hmm. you're already in the playoff and like whatever you're ranked in the playoff is what you're ranked for the rest of the season mm-hmm. even though tcu got whipped yes like badly embarrassing. too embarrassingly yes so yeah no i i i think that they should probably be ranked eight or nine if, mm-hmm. I'm, if I'm thinking logically about the whole thing mm-hmm. now so the listeners might be wondering why are you why are you making it such a big deal the final rankings well it's going <laughs> to branch off into recruiting of course recruits want to play for a winning team now mm-hmm. of course i would want tennessee to be ranked higher because you're just like hey second season you you're ranked in in the top four top five or whatever mm-hmm. um you know what? This this will be a a huge factor um in my decision um to maybe come to Tennessee or maybe not. So mm-hmm. and then for TCU to finish second, I mean that helps their case, but still, like come on now. So that that's going to branch off into recruiting. So Riley, I I feel yeah. like this is where we <sighs> need to talk about uh Florida recruiting and what is what is going on, man? What is going well? On okay, for, so we can talk about that. I also want to mention. Nico, uh, I I Miavella is that's how I'm gonna go with his mm-hmm. name. I Miavella is the number one ranked player in the country. Right yep. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I wanted to sort of like see feel like how you were feeling about that because it's not Arch Manning anymore. Arch Manning dropped a third, I think. Yes, he. I think he dropped a third, second or third. But yes, when I when I seen yeah. Nico at one, I was that man. I was hyped. I was so happy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had hiccups again. If it sound like uh yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I was hyped, man. But the thing is, I try not to really pay attention to rankings, recruits, because you know, just because you can be, um, what rank 
150 or whatever and then still do better than somebody that's ranked in the top 10 like i right. I, I try not to look at it but at the same time it is a big deal because you know recruits are going to look at numbers they're, they're going to yeah. look at numbers hey i want to play for the i want to play with the number one quarterback in the nation oh yeah but and the fact that he's a quarterback is so important too yeah, because like that's big for like offensive line recruit. Anything offensively is going to just get boosted by the fact that you have the five-star number one quarterback, number one player in the country. Mm-hmm. They're going to go, well, I want to play with that guy. You know, he's going to win. Like they go, oh, well, then why is he going to Tennessee or whatever? And blah, blah, blah. And all snowballs, right? Mm-hmm. So having the quarterback is so important mm-hmm. uh, for your team's recruiting. And that kind of ties into – uh, the whole recruiting debacle at Florida right now with their quarterback, um, which I guess I'll touch on if you uh, are, if you're good with that. Mm-hmm. I'm um, interested to hear because I, I don't know anything about this. Right. So previously in the year, we lost our quarterback commit Marcus Stokes, four-star quarterback commit Marcus Stokes for uh, getting caught on tape uh tape is such an old word uh getting <laughs> caught on video um he was singing a song and he said the n-word okay oh my goodness and, and he's white obviously from his name marcus stokes he's probably white right but he said the n-word in one of his videos and florida dropped him they took his scholarship and was it the no hard art florida. sorry sorry no. to interrupt okay no 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 he just said the just said it with the a right so he was just rapping a song and like he's very i imagine now i can't speak for him obviously but i'd imagine he probably grew up getting the pass from a lot of people and you know he was just singing a song and let's be real okay everybody has said it at some point okay let's not act like everybody's perfect and it goes with the whole cancel culture thing Mm -hmm. people slip up right and it is so unfortunate. Like, I don't think they should have taken his scholarship necessarily. Yeah, they shouldn't. Have. I think I think that was too much. That's way that's I, way too much. That was too much. And it's now put us in the situation that we didn't think we were gonna be in because we thought we had Jaden Rashada. But that was another thing. Okay. Fast forward, which I will get to in a second. Fast forward to later in the year, the bowl game. Anthony Richardson has declared for the draft. So who's going to be our starter for the bowl game and for the future potentially? Jalen Kitna. But guess what? Oh, he's been arrested for what? Child pornography. Okay. Oh my <laughs> so, goodness, man. So that's really bad too. Okay. He's kicked off the team, obviously. So now we're down to three scholarship quarterbacks. Okay. Um Goodness gracious! But then we 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 flip Jaden Rashada in December. He signs with Florida. Everything's looking great. Jaden Rashada, he's the fifth best quarterback in the country according to Tony Four Seven. Right? Mm-hmm. He's a he's a near five star. Right? He looks so good. Uh, he's pulling in all these recruits. But guess what? Signing day come or um, the time to enroll comes around. Early enroll. Jaden Rashada is not there. He's not on campus. We're wondering where is Jaden. And we're starting to wonder, we're starting to hear some whispers, is it an NIL thing? Has Florida dropped the ball on their number one recruit for 2023 and their quarterback who they needed, right? Mm -hmm. Because at this point, uh, Florida has missed on a bunch of transfer portal quarterbacks. They didn't get Sam Harton. They didn't get um, Spencer Sanders, the Oklahoma State quarterback. 
They didn't get uh, uh, Devin Leary. He went to Kentucky for some godforsaken reason. Uh, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't get anybody. Right. So they got Graham Mertz, the quarterback from Wisconsin. I don't know if you know about that, but that's who we got. We thought he was going to be a preferred walk-on, but right. he gets the scholarship, and he's the quarterback now. Graham Mertz, who was good as a freshman, but since then has been mid to bad at Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So imagine how he's going to do in the SEC. Um, so we're really counting on Jaden Rashada, but he doesn't show up on campus. So we find out that he wants to pull out from his his letter of intent to Florida. He wants to uh, renege his letter, right? Mm-hmm. He, uh, his dad comes in and says, no, we're still talking to Florida. That hasn't happened yet. So everybody's just waiting to see, is he going to sign? Is he going to eventually enroll on campus? Late Tuesday evening, we find out Jaden Rashada officially um, asks for release from his letter of intent to Florida. Oh my um, goodness. And we don't know why, but we can only speculate and say that I've heard sources that say that it is because the Gator Collective or the people at the top of the the people who are in charge of the NIL money did not have the funds that they promised Rashada when he signed. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that looks really bad for recruiting. Not only because we lost our probably our future starting quarterback in Jaden Rashada. But now it looks like to recruits, to future recruits, that we don't have the money that are we going to get the money that we're promised, mm. or are we going to have to scramble like Rashad is now having to do um, last minute to try to get some other deal at some other school? Rashada wanted to go to Florida, but if you're in his situation, you're promised X number of dollars. You're going to ask for that when before you decide to go onto campus, right? right. So. So that's what happened. So now we're down to three quarterbacks, three scholarship quarterbacks, and one, or or maybe two scholarship quarterbacks and one preferred walk-on. I don't think we even have four scholarship quarterbacks. So now we're scrambling to find one, and maybe we'll have one after the spring. We don't know, but all I know is that if we want an early enrollee transfer, we have to get him by this weekend. Mm-hmm. So it's not looking great for the Gators right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have our five-star um, quarterback for the 2024 class, and people are now thinking maybe we could try to push him to reclassify to 2023, just so that we have that backup quarterback that we need. We just need a fourth, you know. Like we just need. Uh, he's our emergency four string, and then he can get developed for a year before he even plans on starting. Right, that's mm-hmm. all we need. So it's not looking good for the Gators right now. So NIL is still uh, a thing that the Gators haven't figured out and refuse to say. Oh, well, we're not paying kids. Well, you better get used to it because that's that's the new what thing. This is. That's the new age. And I heard and I heard Josh Pate say this uh, on Late Kick the other day that. College football and recruiting specifically is a talent acquisition league now, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about how much are you going to be able to pay this kid? It's not, it's no longer just about, oh, how much do you like the campus? And this is your dream school. And you like the, the way that's why we're missing all, all these top recruits is because 
the archaic way of doing things that Florida is still holding on to is killing them recruiting wise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if Billy Napier was a coach in the 2010s at Florida, we'd probably have the number one recruiting class in the country, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what where we're at with Florida right now on recruits. Um, we're focusing on 2024 now, but really keep really panicking on uh, on getting another transfer quarterback mm-hmm. at this point in time. And we're thinking, oh God, are we really gonna have to go with Graham Mertz? As our starting quarterback, he started at Wisconsin for three years, and he has one or two years of eligibility left. Goodness gracious, man! So we thought we were going. We thought we were like in December. We're like, oh, we've got Rashada, and we've got Lagway next year. That's the five star, twenty four kid. And we've got we've got oh Sam Hartman. Oh, we've got all these people that are interested in Florida. Well, guess what? They're all signed somewhere else now and we don't have Rashada. Uh, so, so a lot of unfortunate events for Florida right now, man. The panic button is being hit uh is being spammed right now yes. in the, in the game and the Gator community, the Gator fan base is already such a toxic fan base. Hate on me if you want Gator fans, but we are, okay? We can be um super toxic. So we're gonna see like how this is gonna land. I believe in Billy. I trust in Billy. Obviously, I like what I've seen so far. Even though we finished the season six and seven, I liked what we saw. Uh, I know. Laugh if you want. Okay, look, man. Well, look, I, 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 I Tennessee fans. We deserve to laugh, man. After what we've all been through. Oh my goodness. Oh, you do, bro. You do. You finally got a good season after you know brick by brick. You know, man, I'll keep bringing back. I'll keep bringing up brick by brick. <laughs> that now i used to the thing is i used to love that i used to love i'm it. sure you did i used to i used brick by brick brick by brick i yeah, hate it bro. well i just i just have to hope that scared money don't make money doesn't become the new brick by brick okay yeah <laughs> but i don't think it will be all indicators point to we're going in the right direction we just need to adjust um the collective i blame the collective that we're in this place right now uh, financially, I think we need to, you know, because it's not like we don't have the money, right? Florida's got the money, okay? And it's not like Florida isn't an attractive school. Like they're a great school in the SEC. They've got tons of room for playing time. You know how many transfers, pe- pe- like players transferred out, like 25 plus from Florida? So from Florida oh my this year. Gosh. Yes, sir. And we only have, I think, seven or eight transfers right oh now into Florida. Goodness. So we're lacking, okay, <laughs> to say the least, mm-hmm. right? But, uh, you know, brick by brick, brick you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in other news, Florida State's transferring is on fire right now. I think we have the number one uh, defensive line transfer. We have the number one cornerback transfer. We have a couple of the best tight ends and receivers, and we have we signed a running back. So we're looking good, Florida State wise, you know, and we're we're pulling for the ACC championship next year. I don't care. I don't care what people say. All right, y'all can get there. Now, the way you played this year, yeah, man. I know the way we finished out the year, we beat Oklahoma and the Cheez It Bowl, which was probably closer than it should have been. <laughs> but but we look good. We got people coming back. Jared Verse is coming back. Um. Our, our stud defensive end, who was probably he was getting first round grades all throughout. Jordan Travis is back. 
Trey Benson, our all-star running back, is back. Mm. Uh, we're looking to be pretty good. Now, I do think we're getting a little overhyped because I, in some of the early polls, I can see us at like fourth, fifth, third. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know, guys. Let's relax. Let's say top 10 is fine. Um, but let's not put us too high. And that's the other thing I wanted to touch on with rankings. I don't even think they should rank teams in the first five games of the season, to be honest. Yeah. Because you get all these preseason expectations and then none of it comes to reality. And then you get bloated heads when you beat a top 10 team, (laughs) Florida, and you think (laughs) that you're going to be this amazing team because you beat Utah, who was seventh in the initial rankings, but then Utah turns out to be a three loss team. And then, you know, it's not as good. So I think they should probably just not even have teams ranked for like the first five weeks of the season, Mm -hmm. to be honest. But they'll never do that. They will never do that. No, they'll never do that because, you know, that's how they televise things. Mm -hmm. Like that's how they promote things. They go number, whatever you Ohio state number 10, Wisconsin or whatever. Mm -hmm. They just promote it like that. So they'll never do that, but they should. So, but but anyway, that's my rant about yeah. Florida's the Florida stuff and Florida State uh, rants. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's there's, a, there's another school that's sort of uh, at the forefront of recruiting, and it's beyond ridiculous. Yes. I, you know, I, I I love to support. You know, I mean, look, me personally, I love to support black coaches. I mean, not, they they ain't just a specific thing. I mean, I. I love this coach, I do, but goodness gracious, it it is ridiculous. If I hear one more <laughs> thing about about this school, I am <laughs> going to lose it. I'll let you. I'll now, give you the honors. Of, could you be? Uh, could you be talking about uh, the University of Colorado, Hunter? Uh, yes, I'm talking about them. <laughs> it is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I, Hunters had to step away from the I, mic for I, a second. He was too exasperated. I, 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 give me a moment, guys. I'll let Riley take over for a second. I, I have to tear something up real quick. <laughs> okay, so I'll take over. Um, Colorado, right? <laughs> uh, Hunter, you all right over there? <laughs> Oh my God! I think uh, Hunter speaks for everybody with the uh, the screams <laughs> from the other side of the room. <laughs> We're talking about Deion Sanders in Colorado, right? Yes. Oh. So yeah, you say you love to support Deion Sanders and and everything that he's doing, but what makes you so angry about Colorado right now? <laughs> One thing I hate the most. And sport and like just in sports period is mm. bandwagoning. Just bandwagon. Mm. I mm. hate it. And the, the the fact that I mean, okay, yes, Deion Sanders did great at a HBCU. Yes. <laughs> but the fact that everybody, and I mean every top five star, four star recruit is sneaking visits after I think either I think committing or I don't think they committed. I, I can't remember, but after verbally committing, but not signing, commit, yeah, committing, but not signing sneaking visits. I mean, look, they have the right, yeah. like I, I they, they have the right, right but Absolutely. still sneaking visits to Colorado. They Colorado was even a factor. They shouldn't even been in 
as far as in recruiting, should, shouldn't have even. I'm sorry, I'm look, I'm flabbergasted, I'm stuttering, but they shouldn't have even been in the top thirty, top forty recruiting classes. All of all, yeah. all of a sudden, now five star recruits are visiting at Colorado. People are transferring <laughs> to Colorado. It, 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 it makes no sense. Uh, 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 Riley, I'll let you take The over. school jumped. No, no, it's good. The school went from the most irrelevant, irrelevant. place uh, in the world to, oh, Deion Sanders is there. Oh, guess what? All the Jackson State transfers are transferring. His son, Schroeder Sanders, which makes sense, yes. uh, transfers. Uh, former number one recruit who was committed to Florida State, who committed to Jackson State in 2022. Mm-hmm. The defense looked um, What's his name? Travis Hunter yes. commits to Colorado. And I think it was funny how everyone was like, he was like, give me 100K on YouTube and I'll tell you where I'm committing. Bro, we know where you're committing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We know you're going to follow Dion. Okay. And I'm not hating on the kids. I think kids get messed, they get wrapped up in hype all the time. But do you really consider all the things, not just the fact that Dion is not a proven head coach? At a power five program. Yes, it's, okay? it's, it's, this was at an HBCU. Yes, dude. Jackson State ain't nothing compared to anything. Even compared to Colorado, they're nothing, right? Yes. Um, Colorado is in a terrible shape. Terrible. Right that's the reason there was. That's the reason there was a head coaching job to begin with. They're in one of the most competitive um, power five. Uh, schedules this year for the Pac-12. I think they play like Oregon, USC, Nebraska, and um, uh, UCLA in like the first five weeks of the season. I could be wrong about that, but it's like they are going like lose to lose all me. of those games. <laughs> yes, dude. Sounds like 0-5 or 1-4, depending on if you think Nebraska is going to be good like everybody always does every year. Um, yeah. And Nebraska did their own it, against Ohio State, even though it was 60-mile-an-hour win. Or yes, was bro. Exactly. Uh, I think it was. I think it was Nebraska. Okay. But anyway, Colorado is now the most relevant school, the most talked about school in the transfer portal and in recruiting. recruiting. And like they're, they're the, just they're all because, of a sudden in the top ten, all, all of a sudden. Yes, bro. Just because of Deion Sanders. That's way too much. So I think they're the number one recruiting class for this year. After Florida, uh, either they're in front of Florida State or they're. Or they're or they're just behind Florida State in 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 uh into the transfer mm-hmm. portal and recruiting. I think they're top fifteen, top twenty now. That that is ridiculous. Just because just of because Deion, of Deion Sanders, like like once again, like I, I really I respect Deion Sanders. I like him as a player. He did a, a good job, a great job at um Jackson State. But yes, let's love slow, let's slow. I love his commercials with uh, Nick Saban. <laughs> With Nick Saban, but yeah. <laughs> let's slow it down. Let's let's yes, whoa. Let's bro. calm it down for a second. Give him a chance to give the man a chance to, or to see what he can even do in a power five. In a power five, yeah. See if he even he wins even win. his first game as a power before five head you, coach. Bro. Five stars before as a five star recruit, you already jumping the train, going over to. Right. Now I I will say for the kids, it does make sense, it's kind of right. No matter where he's going, doesn't matter if you like the school or not, you are going to get publicity and and now you're going to get like some big clout now because Dion is there, mm-hmm. right? So that makes sense, right? 
they're going to get good deals, good NIL deals. It's hilarious that Colorado has a better NIL uh, collective than Florida does, <laughs> but we won't get into that, okay? We already got into that. I'm over it, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm not over it, but, you know, um, it's just ridiculous. And then Cormani McClain, dude. Mm-hmm. we got to talk about him, mm-hmm. dude, because not only is he going to commit to – Colorado, don't even at me. Okay, obviously he's committing to Colorado. They're like, where is he going to commit? He he's already committed to Miami, but is he going to sign with Miami, bro? No, he's, he's going not. to Colorado. He's not signing with Miami. He's going to freaking Colorado, dude. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous, man. Cormani's just a different kind of kid, man. He's just he was a Florida lock for like a year. Everybody thought he was going to Florida. He was telling everybody he was going to Florida. And the day of, or like the week of, oh, Miami pulls up with some fake money that they're not going to be able to give him. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he's all Miami now, okay? He won't talk to anybody, even though he's committed to Miami. Start Rumors start flaring up that maybe he's going to decommit as soon as Rashada decommits. Everyone's like, oh, are all these kids going to decommit? Turns out, no, only Rashada decommitted, so that was great. Um, but Cormani... Is he even going to sign? Signing day comes around. He doesn't sign. Oh, guess what? Now Dion's the coach at Colorado. So now he takes a visit to Colorado, and it's all but wrapped up that he's committing and signing with Colorado. Mm-hmm. So, Cormani, man. You know, I can't hate on kids because they make bad choices, right? Financial decisions that are going to affect them for the rest of their lives. Are they going to be able to get to the league now? Cormani might be talented enough that he gets to the league no matter where he plays, mm-hmm. right? That's probably true. But honestly, I would say that the fact that he's not at Florida, I'm a little comforted now because he seems like all drama. Mm-hmm. Just honest. all over the place, man. So All over the place. Mentally, it doesn't seem like he can lock in anywhere. Even though he's committed to Miami, he's not going on visits. He's basically... Um, He's making it so that the coaches that come there from Miami to Lakeland, he's just like airing them. Like he's not showing up to anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's taking visits to uh, a college that he's not committed to. Right. right. Which, again, you're in your right to do, but it's like uh, disrespectful, low key, to like the coaches and the staff After they done poured so much time into you. Right, just time and, and money, money, like literally, literally, they're they're, com- they're committing. They're gonna say now. I don't know how fraudulent Miami's nil collective. It's, it's is. looking a bit fraudulent uh, to me. It's looking a bit fraudulent. I'm not gonna all lie. of these. So we'll see. Yeah, it, all of those recruits are gonna be in the transfer portal next year. Uh, mark my words. Guarantee you. <laughs> but um, yeah, and the transfer portal is another thing. Easy, and like people can just get immediate eligibility and just, just leave. leave that that's i was just about to bring that up is this yes. age of nil and and um transfer portal transfer is, portal. is ridiculous yeah. as far as like loyalty man this is very i mean once again look it, it could be it's very beneficial but at the same time it's not because once mm-hmm. just like you said but this transfer portal man kids are so quick to leave if they don't like one thing, I I don't like I don't I, I don't like because I ain't get the ball. I'm leaving. Even even if you're starting, 
oh, I don't like that. I'm not starting. I should Crazy. be starting my, my freshman or sophomore year. I'm leaving. But it's just it's ridiculous. Right. Oh, well, I already know that we're going to get this five-star recruit um, coming in next year, so I'm leaving. It's, it's beyond ridiculous. And, you know, I hate to I'm not trying to, you know, pinpoint anybody or point anybody out, but even A.D. Mitchell, did you see that he entered the transfer portal? Yes, he entered the portal, and he's a he's starter, a starter bro. And he, you know, he was a factor in the games, in the playoff games, and after winning yes. a national championship, you're entering the portal? That doesn't make sense. Even I know. It's ridiculous. for Tennessee, we had a a linebacker that transferred from uh I think Texas. I think he was um Juwan Mitchell, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Well, he was a factor as well. He was doing good. He he's made he made a lot of plays. I think he was in rotation or either started. He entered the portal. Right. Um uh, here's the thing now. This one I actually kind of do understand just a little bit, but we had a fre- a true freshman quarterback, Taven Jackson. Four star right, yeah, Taven four-star Jackson. Recruit. I remember him. He entered the portal. Now he knows that Nico coming in. Okay, but at the same time, like at least battle it out. You, you're giving right. up. There, there's 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 something that goes to like the kids that actually stick in and 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 take those battles and say I'm better yes. than you and I'm willing to sit stick it out and like fight for my spot right. as opposed to kids who just take it the easy way just out go and to- go. Well, I'll just go to this other yes. school. Go go to the smaller like, school. Where I know I'm gonna start. Like, where's the competition at? Right. Like, there's it's gonna end up making football soft, man. Because people go, I go, I right. got hit hard. I quit. I'm transferring. Like, right. What happened to iron sharpened exactly, iron? Exactly, man. man. It is ridiculous. And and, and right. then you add nil on top of that. Look, I mean, look, Tennessee. We benefited from nil. I won't lie to you, but um, <laughs> it's just like this is the age of okay, who can. Pay, this, now, I'm not speaking for all athletes because, right. of course, all athletes aren't like that. But majority of these of athletes is who can pay me the most. And if I don't like the school, I'm leaving. Well, I, if I don't like I'm getting treated or if, if there's one thing I disagree with, I'm leaving, going to another school, see how much they can pay me. Uh, that's just ridiculous right. in my opinion. So a little right for me. But. Yeah. Well, and I would even say that like the transfer portal is a good thing because – Kids who sign on, um, have a couple years under their belt, and then their coach gets fired or goes to another school or whatever, they can then decide because then they've got a coach now that they didn't sign Mm -hmm. on with, they didn't get recruited by. Like, that's why at Florida, I'm okay with like most of these players leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, it makes sense. You weren't recruited by them. And you want to find a different situation that'll suit you better. And now with NIL, you can potentially make a couple more bucks now uh, with that being said. But uh, for the majority of it, Transfer Portal is a negative because it just makes it so that kids that have any, um, any negative thing happen to them at all at school and they just go, well, I'm going to just leave. Like you think about... Think about that quarterback. Um, what was his bloody name? Uh, the one that was at Georgia, who transferred from USC, who then transferred to um, JT Daniels. Daniels. He was at USC his freshman year. Then he gets hurt and goes behind Keaton Slovis or someone. I don't remember who it was, but he transfers to Georgia. He's going to be the starter now because Justin Fields is gone. He's going to be the starter. Oh, he gets beaten out by the mailman. 
Okay, by Stetson oh, Bennett. Did. I thought he got. He I thought trans- he got injured. Ste- I thought, from what I remember, he was starting, got injured, and then Stetson Bennett came in, and then JT Daniels. Yeah, yeah, he was starting. He was starting. He got injured, and then he came back. He and then Stetson Bennett beat yeah, him out. Stetson yeah. was putting up some great numbers though at the time. Him, him oh, and yeah, Mark dude. Howard, and he's got two national championships, dude. Yeah, ridiculous. That is as a walk on um, too. That is crazy. Yeah, I know. Brock Bowers is insane. He's going to be in the league next oh, year. Um, and then he transfers to West Virginia. And then he has an okay season at West Virginia. And then I think he's transferring There's somewhere no else. It's like, dude, stick at the place that you're going to be at, man. Like, tough yes. it out, okay? Now, you know, have a little bit more. Um, there needs to be a bit more gravity to every and importance to every time you transfer. You should only be able to transfer twice because, okay, if you have a bad situation at one place, that's fine, right? And then if you have another bad situation, then the third time should be your last time because you should be making sure like that whatever school you pick is going to be the one that you're going to be able to battle at. And, 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 And it just goes to show you that like, most of these kids make a lot of emotional choices. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying all of them. I'm not speaking for all of them, obviously. But it just kind of sickens me that, like, these kids can just sort of hop train. And, like, that's when you can see there's the good coaches, like, emerge, right? Like, the ones that are, like, real leaders. You see no transfers from Alabama or, like, a couple of transfers from Alabama. Or, like... um I'm trying to think of some other good examples, but like Florida state, they only had a couple transfers and it's cause they weren't getting playing time. So like, that's fair. Okay. You can transfer for that, but no starters transfer. Mm-hmm. Right. And then even some of the transfers that came in as, and then played as starters this year for Florida state, like a Jared verse, like a Johnny Wilson who could go to the draft this year and they're getting first round grades. They stay with the team because they think they can win with the coach and with the team. And that is leadership on the coach and that is like where you this is where you start to see like the real good coaches Mm -hmm. who like take care of the kids know how to like train them lead them make them win like make them want this is when you really make them want to stay exactly but coaches shouldn't be spending all their time going oh please don't leave like please like it's ridiculous i doubt that really any top coach like a kirby uh, smart or even nick saban is not no okay bye well, they don't need that. If you're going to transfer, you're going to transfer. They don't I don't care. It. I've got four, Those are five stars behind you. Know, <laughs> five stars behind you. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, yeah. It's just and for crazy. the most part, even Tennessee, crazy, like man. we didn't have like it wasn't a ridiculous. No, y'all, y'all it were was okay. Literally, you didn't have just, that many. Just Juwan Mitchell, the only starter mm. that was transferring. And then other other than that, we had I think two guys who. Not getting, right. not getting playing time, but for the most part, like right. I like Josh Hype. That's a whole another conversation, but oh, yeah. Josh Hype was you're looking good yeah, with Hype. I man. really hope that offensively, especially. Yeah. Now we he's an offensive guru. Yes, man. man. We, we really got to tighten up on that defense, though. I, you do. You need a defensive coordinator. Yeah. Now <laughs> you need a. You I will say, Tim Banks. He hey, he really tried to secure his job with this Clemson game. Oh yeah, y'all locked it was down weird. Clemson. They were still moving the ball though, but that's that's another conversation for another day. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, yeah. So recruiting man has yeah. been absolutely ridiculous. Transfer portal is insane. Right. Uh, 
Nuts. I cannot wait until next year. Yeah, I've started with recruiting, just going like, okay, until I see that they're committed, or even until they signed, like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Like it's free game for everybody. All the recruiting, right? All the recruiting pages that I follow, I just don't even mm-hmm. care. Like all the visit picks, like I'm not even looking at them anymore. Like doesn't even matter. Like I don't care about you until you're you step onto mm-hmm. campus, basically. And that's not to say that I'm dissing any players, like, but I'm not gonna like get attached to any of them because anything can anything. happen with in this day and age mm-hmm. man anything recruits that seem locked in last minute they get an nil deal at miami <laughs> uh and you know it's game over they're going to miami now even though oh i love the gators and i'm 100 percent but i want that them. lambo well, now you ain't jack but i want that lambo and look if miami actually comes through then fair yeah, enough. Them, okay. I would go to Miami too, even though it's a private school and their stadium is 30 minutes from their campus and, nobody comes to the and they have no fans. <laughs> yes. And they put their stadium. Okay. Even though they suck. Um, yes, bro. So I would go too. Okay. I don't care. Or I would get a better deal at a real college. Um, but anyways, uh, <laughs> Is getting a little bit of my uh, my hatred for Miami and, out there, but uh, and I, I hope, yeah, I, I I really feel bad for the players uh, by saying this. I, I really hate that I say this, but I hope Miami mm. does terrible next year. I, I hope they don't go anywhere. I, I hope they don't win more than five or six games. Well, they didn't win more than five or six games this year, so I'm hoping yes. for that again. And that's why the Miami game against FSU this year was so satisfying. They beat them to a bloody mm-hmm. pulp, and I was so there for it. <laughs> and when Florida plays them, I think they play next year or the year after that. Uh, I'm going to be giddy with joy mm-hmm. whenever, any anytime a Miami quarterback gets sacked, <laughs> or anytime there's a big hit. Or anytime there's ever a big play, you are doing backflips. I'm I'm there for it. I'm doing backflips. I'm living for it. <laughs> so, yeah, screw Miami, basically. Um, and uh, early signing day is over, but National Signing Day, the day that usually everybody used to sign, mm-hmm. uh, is coming up in in February, and it'll be really interesting to see who ends up with the the top class. It's going to be Alabama, but. Um, <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how everything else shakes out um, and see, like, you know, what what we think is going to happen for the next year based off of the recruiting and the transfer Mm -hmm. portal. So, yeah, we'll touch on that later on when uh, when it gets a little closer to the season. And I'm uh, I'm always looking forward to talking about that sort of stuff. So, yeah. But uh, I think that's it, unless uh, you have anything else to talk about for this uh, this college football uh, all around episode. Uh, Tennessee should be ranked higher than Alabama. Okay, that's it. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. I'm a Florida fan, and I still think that's that's valid. Um, I'm looking forward to next year, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to talk some more about some some crazy things that come up. But until then. Uh, thank you everybody so much for listening to this episode of the TBD podcast. Please let us know in the comments what we should name this episode. Uh, T- Tennessee should be ranked higher than Alabama, maybe, or maybe screw Miami, the episode. <laughs> or Colorado, let's or, calm uh, down. Or Colorado, let's calm down. <laughs> uh, 
any of those, all of the above, we want to hear your feedback. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening. And, and to the millions and millions of people across the world, thank you so much. And we will talk to you all next time.